Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Christina Applegate, Blueface, Denise Richards, Roberta Flack, Jay Leno, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibbs. where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 347- 637-2656 and press the number 1. Also like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash deathentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deathentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S entertain and number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14 stiletto like the shoe S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 50 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for joining me and hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening or Wednesday morning, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for once again for just showing your love and support. So how has everyone been? Uh, hopefully you had a good week so far. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Miss Christina Applegate. She attended her Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony this past Monday where she was marked the Emmy winner. Uh, it marked her first public appearance since disclosing that she had uh, MS. And I'll tell you um, 
why was this a special uh, Walk of Fame event? Also, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Blueface. He's facing some serious criminal charges. I'll tell you what he was arrested for. And uh, Denise Richard, this is this is crazy. This and it's scary too. Denise Richard and her husband were shot at on Monday during a road rage incident in Los Angeles. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Roberta Flagg has been diagnosed with ALS. That's right. A spokesperson for the legendary singer and songwriter uh, confirmed that uh, she was diagnosed with this illness since August. I'll tell you more about it. And Jay Leno, oh, my goodness, he suffered some serious burns to his face and hands over the weekend when a car in his garage reportedly caught fire. But I'll tell you how's he doing. Uh, apparently he's doing okay. And that's just some of the stories we're going to be talking about today. Um, again, if you are listening for to That's Entertainment for the very first time, welcome. That's Entertainment has been here on Blog Talk Radio for about 12-plus years now. And if you are uh, been listening to the show for the very beginning, you notice we're at a, a new time now. We're going to be broadcasting at 3 p.m. Eastern Time here on Blog Talk Net, uh, Radio. We were broadcasting at 1 p.m. for the longest, but now we have changed our hours. So, um, yeah, we're at 3 p.m. now on Eastern uh, Standard Time here on Blog Talk Radio, still on Wednesday afternoon. So let's, without, let's get started. Uh, Christina Applegate, she attended her Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony on Monday, November 14th, which nobly marks the Emmy winner's first public appearance since disclosing her multiple sclerosis diagnosed in spring of 2021. Applegate was originally set to receive her star on the Walk of Fame in 2020, but the pandemic delayed the ceremony. She announced her MS diagnosed on Twitter in 2021 amid production on the third and final season of her Netflix comedy, Dead to Me. Now, prior to Applegate's appearance, she was honored at the Walk of Fame ceremony by her Married with Children co-star Katie Seagal and David Faustino. Uh, Seagal choked up when she told Applegate, you're not alone, we're all here. Applegate, Dead to Me co-star Linda Cardone, Cardellini and creator Liz Feldman were also on hand to pay tribute to Applegate. Uh, Applegate took to the podium at the Walk of Fame ceremony, assisted by Seagal, who stayed on stage with her during her speech. And uh, you, you could see she was being held up by Seagal. Um, Applegate broke down in tears while talking about her daughter and thanking her for supporting her through her MS diagnosis. And in an interview with Variety ahead of the Walk of Fame ceremony, Applegate said filming the final season of Dead to Me while battling MS was hard as you would possibly think it would be. The actor had to use a wheelchair to get to set. Uh, Dead to Me Season 3 debuts November 17 on Netflix, which is tomorrow, and it will be the first new project of Applegate's release following her announcement about MS. So this was a very important moment for her. Again, um, she she was she came to the ceremony in a wheelchair. She had no shoes on her feet, and uh, it was a very emotional one, you know, and... Um, Again, like I was saying, her co-star Katie Seagal was 
uh, holding her up, making sure she got her, make sure she didn't stumble or fall or move, slide over. It was a very emotional moment. And um, I think Christina Applegate is 54 now. Yeah, I believe she's 54. And uh, it was just a special moment for her. And uh, her daughter was there and... uh, yeah, it was just a very emotional, uh, one, of, one of the most emotional Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony uh, that we had seen in a long time. This uh, Blueface, he is facing some serious criminal charges. The 25-year-old rapper has been arrested in Las Vegas for attempted murder while he was out and about with his on-and-off girlfriend, Christine Rock. A video taken by an eyewitness shows that the Los Angeles native being taken down and cuffed by undercover officers outside Lolo Chicken and Waffles on Tuesday, November 15th. Sources tell TMZ that six to eight officers were in on the arrest that appeared to be an undercover operation as they all parked in unmarked cars. In the clip, the cop who was not in uniform appalled on Blueface to detain him as a crowd formed. Uh, He looked calm and he showed no resistance while Christine, who was present during her boyfriend's arrest, looked confused. She demanded an explanation, asking the cops what happened, what he'd do, and cops on scene said they were executing an open warrant for his arrest. And according to legal documents connected to the warrant, he was arrested for felony attempt murder with the use of a deadly firearm or tear gas that occurred on October 8, 2022. He's facing an additional charge of discharging a gun into a house, building, vehicle, or craft. It is currently unknown if Blueface has been represented by a lawyer while his rep has not released a statement on his arrest. Denise Richards and her husband were shot at on Monday during a road rage incident in Los Angeles. A rep for the actress confirmed uh, the 51-year-old Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum and husband Aaron Fipers were on the way to Popsicle Studio L.A. when the driver behind them yelled at the couple and shot at their car, even after Aaron let him get in front. Neither Richards nor her husband, both of whom were featured on the Bravo reality show Ninth and Tenth Season, were injured in the incident, according to TMZ. Richard and her husband was escorted off the set of a project where she was working on after her 12-hour workday by an off-duty cop, according to TMZ. You know, that's one of my biggest fears. You know, you could be driving. Um, you don't know who's behind the wheel, you know, my husband do most of the driving, and here in New York, traffic is insane. And you can tell that there's a lot of new drivers on the road. And and how you can tell is that they, they're not signaling, they're uh, making a right turn from the left lane, uh, they're, they're stopping in the middle of the in, they're, they're stopping in the middle of the highway. There's a lot of craziness going on in the road lately. And um, you know some some cars making abrupt stop, stops, and I think there was one incident where this one guy tried to jump in front of us from he was from the, on the left lane trying to get into us. We were on the right or the center lane, and here he's trying to cut us off. 
So I was, my husband just rolled down the window and said, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to kill me or something? He said, how am I trying to get? So they were arguing, and I was like, wait, 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 what's going on? And, you know, my husband had to apologize to me and our children in the car because what if that guy had a gun? You know, you're arguing with this guy, and he might have got, he's upset, you're upset, and then next thing you know, he pulls out the gun, and bang, 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 we're dead. So he apologized for his behavior, but you you can't you never know, you never know. People are just having a bad day. You riding along, you traveling, along, and you never know who's behind the wheel. You never know what will jump off. So it, it is scary. That's one of my biggest fears that you know you encounter somebody who's just not is not feeling good today and he's ready to be set off by the slightest little thing and he's behind the wheel and next thing you know you're getting shot at so i know that she and her husband was really shaken up behind that i know they were and but she still went on to the set did what she had to do but wow yeah that's one of my biggest fears um, if you ever experienced any kind of road rage, let me know. Give me a call. Tell me about it. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Um, Roberta Flack has been diagnosed with ALS. A spokesperson for the legendary singer and songwriter confirmed to people that she was diagnosed with the illness in August and is currently being treated in the hospital. According to a press release, the disease had made it impossible to sing and not easy to speak. But some, uh, but according to a statement, they said, quote, it will take a lot more than ALS to silence this icon. Ms. Flat plans to stay active in her musical and creative pursuit, her fortitude and joyful embrace of music that lift her from modest circumstances to international spotlight, remain vibrant and inspired, unquote. ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig disease, is a rare degenerate disease that causes progressive paralysis of the muscles. Patients first experience twitching or weakness in a limb, followed by slurred speech. And according to the Mayo Clinic, because the disease affects the nerve cells in the brain and spine that control muscle movement, patients slowly lose their ability to speak, eat, walk, and breathe on their own. There's no cure for ALS, which typically claims the lives of those who are diagnosed with it within three to five years, according to the Muscular Dystrophy Association. However, some patients can live decades. Right now we have 14 minutes after the hour. You're just tuning in. You're listening to another edition of Das Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Um, Jay Leno. Uh, you know him as. You know, the comedian, 
he's a funny, you know, as a host of certain things. Well, he suffered serious burns to his face over the weekend when a car in his garage reportedly caught fire but says he's going to be okay. The former Tonight Show host is being treated at the Grossman Burn Center following the Saturday incident in Los Angeles that injured his face and hands. That's what the medical center has stated on Monday. A spokesman at the center said, quote, Jay wants everyone to know that he is, sta- he is in stable condition and received treatment at the Grossman Burn Center for burns that he received to his face and hands from a gasoline a- accident in his garage over the weekend. He is in good humor and is touched by all the in- inquiries into his conditions and well wishes and want to let everyone know he is doing well, unquote. Now, Jay Leno, who is now 72, also confirmed the incident, telling Variety in the statement that he is okay, he just needs a week or two to get back on his feet. Leno, who hosted NBC's Tonight Show from 1992 to 2009, is a well-known car enthusiast whose... Uh, personal collection has featured well over 100 vehicles, including a 1999 Chevrolet Corvette and a 2015 Ford Mustang Shelby GT350R. He began hosting the CNBC series Jay Leno Garage, highlighting vintage vehicles, supercars, and their owners in 2015. Leno previously survived a rollover crash as a passenger in a 2,500-horsepower drag racer being driven by stuntman Bob Riggle, a scary moment chronicle on a 2016 episode of the show. Riggle, who was 80 at the time, also made it out okay. The seventh season of Jay Leno's Garage premiered in September with Oscar-winning actress Brie Larson, rapper Post Malone, billionaire and new Twitter owner Elon Musk, and President Biden among the latest guests on the series. Quinta Brunson is set to discuss her life and all her recent successes in an interview with Oprah Winfrey. According to Oprah Daily, the Abbott Elementary creator and star will appear in a new own Spotlight special on Saturday, November 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern. The special will then be available to stream on HBO Max and Discovery on Sunday, November 27th. Oprah and Quinta's discussion will feature the young actress opening, above, uh, opening up about how she got where she is today, her childhood, mentors, and pivotal career moments. The interview will also see the former BuzzFeed comedian discussing her critical acclaim show Abbott Elementary and her historic Emmy win back in September 2022. The Emmy-winning entertainer recently portrayed Oprah Winfrey in the Ruku original movie Weird the Al Yankovic Story, which was released on September 8, 2022. The movie starred Daniel Radcliffe as Will Weird out and following the comedian's rise to fame. In other movies and television-related news, the 32-year-old creator sitcom Abbott Elementary recently scored record-high ratings for an ABC comedy. Deadline reported that after 35 days of multi-platform viewing, the season two premiere amassed an additional audience of 7.5 million, more than double its initial 2.9 million live-plus same-day viewers. With the record-breaking number, Abbott's season two premiere was named ABC highest-rated comedy telecast in three years since the Modern Family series finale. The Emmy Award-winning comedy stars Brunson, Cheryl Lee Rao, Tyler James Williams, Janelle James, Chris Perfetti, Lisa Ann Walter, and Brunson's on-screen boyfriend, played by Zach Fox.
And Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, ruled box office on its debut weekend. The highly anticipated Marvel movie blew its competition out of the water with a massive $180 million opening domestically, while it failed to repeat its predecessor $200 million opening in 2018. The latest superhero film set in MCU lore has become the second highest debut for 2022 so far, only behind another Marvel title, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which opened to $185 million back in May. The second Black Panther film also has set a new record for the highest November opening of all time, surpassing the first, The Hunger Games sequel, and three Twilight sequels. Internationally, it has brought in an additional $150 million for a current worldwide total of $330 million. Black, Ab- uh, Black Adam dropped to second place after placing first for its first three weeks. It has an estimated of $8.6 million to its domestic uh, average, uh, bringing it to $151.1 million domestically and $352.2 million worldwide. Ticket to Paradise hold on to third place with approximately $6.1 million. Lao Lao Crocodile rises two spots to number four with an estimated $3.2 million, only dropping 5% from last week, and Smile followed behind at number five with approximately $2.3 million. Megan Thee Stallion is among the nominees for favorite female hip-hop artists at the American Music Awards this weekend, but a lengthy battle with her label, 1501 Certified Entertainment, has turned things sour. The Plan B rapper born Megan Pete was granted a restraining order against 1501 and her distributor, 300 Entertainment, according to documents obtained by Billboard. The document claims that the label unlawfully took steps to block or interfere here with uh, with uh, Pete's expo- exploding uh, no with Pete's exploding licensing or publishing her music leading up to the AMAs on Sunday, November 20th. Now, the court order states that she provided evidence that the label recently engaged and will continue to engage in threatening and retaliatory behavior that will ever uh, ir- ever, uh, do much harm. To her music career And while the documents Does not provide information on what steps 1501 or 300 took to interfere With the AMA's broadcast The court state that it, it, it Filed an ex parte order Which is granted for the benefit Of one party without waiting for the other Party to be heard The order details that Because AMA's voting ends on November 14, Megan will Suffer irreparable I can't pronounce this word. She will suffer some some kind of harm if her music cannot be used in conjunction with her promotion for the AMAs. Now, her label and any party acting in concert or participating with them are prohibited from preventing or blocking the use of exploitation of Megan Music for the AMAs, and this is according to the order. Uh, there is a hearing set on November 22nd for the rapper's ongoing restraining order request. Now, Megan has been locked in a complex legal battle with 1501 dating back to March of 2020. The artist has been public about her efforts to free herself from the allegedly burdensome contract she signed with the independent label owned by ex-professional baseball player Carl Crawford when she was up and when she was an up-and-coming rapper. 
In February, Megan filed a lawsuit against 1501 for a minimum of $1 million in damages and claimed that the label refused to fork over her share of the royalties from her music. Now, the rapper stated that her album, Traumazine, uh, fulfilled the quota of her unconscionable record deal with 1501 Certified Entertainment and sought the help of a Texas court to step in and end her torture relationship with the Houston label. Uh, you know, that's terrible, you know, that she's going through this with this label. And, you know, this is the same people that block, try to block. Remember she had did the uh, remix with BTS, the Butter remix? This is the same label that wanted to block her from releasing the remix to that song. So she's catching hell. And I, I I can see why you know she she had uh, she appeared on Saturday Night Live. She was the host and musical guest, and she was saying there was rumors saying that she was going to be um, laying low for a while. And I think this has something to do with it. I just hope I just wish her all the best because she don't deserve this. You know, I really like Megan. I really like Megan the Stallion, and she's 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 a talented rapper. She she shouldn't, you know. And then she has to deal with this whole thing with uh, Tory Lanez, uh, with the allegedly getting shot at by him and going to court for that. I just feel for her. I just wish her the best. I really do. Uh, right now we have 25 minutes after the hour. Wow, time is really flying. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, Donald Trump. Uh, he just announced his third bid for the presidency. I don't know why the hell for, but um, he apparently, you know, he's always been using uh, unauthorized uses of uh, recording artist work. Well, I'll tell you the latest. He has another... Uh, Lawsuit against him for using music that he was that he didn't get authorized to use. Uh, Pink is being booked to perform a tribute to Olivia Newton-John at this year's American Music Awards, and uh, Snoop Dogg could potentially achieve another milestone next year as he uh, get ready to receive the 2023 Songwriter Hall of Fame class, and he's also set to put out his own biopic as well. And after months of wins and a series of clapback, Lizzo has finally shared the official trailer for her upcoming documentary. I'll tell you more about that. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Change. 
Right now we got 29 minutes left remaining in the show That was Quavo and Takeoff and Nothing's Changed Uh, Last week, uh, Takeoff, they had did a funeral service for Takeoff Who was killed in a uh, bowling alley A bowling alley Bowling, uh, not bowling, yeah, bowling alley actually in Houston, Texas. So uh, it was a lot of people were there to send them off. And, uh, yeah, we lost another great rapper to gun violence. 
Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Pink is getting ready to book uh, is booked to perform a tribute to Olivia Newton-John at this year's American Music Awards. The Just Give Me a Reason hitmaker is scheduled to take to the stage at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles on November 20th to pay tribute to the late Greece actress' life and career. Ten-time AMA winner Olivia died in August at the age of 73 after battling breast cancer for 30 years. And beside paying homage to the late actress, as Pink will perform her new single, Never Gonna Not Dance Again, live for the first time. Other performers at this year's AMAs include Stevie Wonder, who will be joined on stage by Charlie Puth and, and uh, Ari Lennox. The trio will pay tribute to Lionel Richie, who is to receive the Icon Award at this year's ceremony by performing a medley of the all-night-long Hitmakers song. David Guetta and B.B. Rexa will perform their song, I'm Good Blue, together, and Little Baby will play a medley of his hit, while Dovey Cameron will sing her tune, Boyfriend, at the event. Carrie Underwood, Yola, and Imagine Dragon are also on the bill. Donald Trump's announced his third bid for presidency on Tuesday, November 15. The twice-impeached, one-time former president reportedly used Sam and Dave's 1966 hit, Hold On, I'm Coming, during the campaign rally at his recent raided home, which had prompt legal action from Isaac Hayes' estate. The estate of the late singer who co-wrote the record with David Porter is exploring their legal options since Trump was not granted permission or clearance to use the song and any capacity. This is in the first instance Trump has had with the unauthorized uses of an artist's work. The village people called out the former president for playing their anthem, YMCA, against their wishes at his farewell event on January 20, 2021, that had minimal turnout. Prince's state has also been vocal about the lack of permission granted for Trump to use the late crooner's song during campaigns. Rihanna previously issued a cease and desist as well. Lionel Richie was among those who drafted a letter for Trump and other politicians warning them to seek permission before using their discography during rallies and other political events. Trump is currently facing at least two investigations right here in New York, one civil, one criminal, exploring his organization for alleged allegation of fraud and his alleged role in the hostile attack of the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, as well as a criminal investigation into his attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Snoop Dogg could potentially achieve another major milestone next year as the 51-year-old received the nomination for the 2023 Songwriter Hall of Fame class. The Long Beach, California rapper was nominated alongside Sade, Teddy Riley, and others. Voting is currently underway and will conclude in December. The induction ceremony, which will be held right here in New York, takes place on June 15, 2023. If Snoop, Riley, and Sade are chosen, they will join Jay-Z, Missy Elliott, Pharrell, and Jermaine Dupree, among others, in the esteemed group. Ahead of his next album, Missionary, which will be a two-man effort alongside Dr. Dre, the baby boy actor shared Gangsta Grill, I Still Got It, in a collaboration with DJ Drama on October 20th. And as for the New Jack Swing creator, Riley, he tore down the house at the R&B Rewind in Ontario, Canada, on Saturday, November 12th. The legendary multi-talented was part of a lineup that also included Jodeci, Keith Sweat, Charlie Wilson, and Charnese. 
Smooth operator band Sade has the music community on his toes as it was announced last month that they may be working on new music. Can't wait. Billboard spoke to actor Brad Pitt and French composer Damien Quintard about the process of re, uh, renovating um, uh, Marvel Studios in Corinne, France, revealing that Charday was the first to visit and laid down vocals. And with all of this current excitement for the nominees, things could hit another level come June 2023 if they are successfully voted in. Now, if you're interested in taking part, visit www.songhole.org. Again, that's www.songhole.org. That's S-O-N-G-H-A-L-L.org. Snoop Dogg, speaking of Snoop Dogg, he is getting his own biopic detailing his rise to stardom. Universal Pictures announced that it would be spearheading the West Coast legend life story with direction from Men's to Society, Alan Hughes, and uh, per the outlet, the film will include the 51-year-old extensive discography and serve as the first production from his newly introduced Death Row Pictures effort. Snoop, who was born Calvin Brodus Jr., has been able to remain relevant in entertainment for nearly 30 years. And not only is the Gin and Juice icon a well-respected artist and media personality, he's also a serious entrepreneur. The dog father first broke into the hip-hop scene in 1992 as a feature act on Dr. Dre's debut solo album, The Chronic, and his first single, Deep Cover. With 19 studio albums and even more creative musical projects to date, the Long Beach, California native has sold more than 35 million albums worldwide, earning him 17 Grammy nominations and an Emmy Award for his appearance in the Pepsi Super Bowl 51 halftime show this year. I'm sorry, 61 halftime show this year. And as of now, an official re- release date nor title has been announced for Snoop Dogg's forthcoming biopic. And after months of wins and series of clapbacks, Lizzo has finally shared the official trailer for her upcoming documentary called Love Lizzo. The visual transport viewers through uh, various stages of Lizzo's life through her glam preparation to her early days as Melissa Jefferson with a unique skill for penning pop songs. Though talented, the young phenom lacked the confidence to execute her big dreams. The documentary will follow the journey of a trailblazing superstar who had become the movement the world desperately needed just by being herself. The film shares the inspirational story behind her humble beginning to her meteoric rise with an intimate look into the moments that shaped her hard-earned rise to fame, success, love, and international stardom. Love Lizzo premieres on HBO Max on November 24th. And Mariah Carey's bid to officially mint herself as the Queen of Christmas has been shot down as the singer attempt to trademark the phrase was denied by a judge. On Tuesday, November 15, the U.S. trademark trial and appeal board handed down a ruling prohibiting the 52-year-old from trademarking the phrase, as well as the title Princess of Christmas, which was currently owned by singer Elizabeth Shan. Now, according to the Wall Street Journal, the Patent and Trademark Office said that the ruling was made in part due to Carrie's legal team failing to respond to Chan's challenge of Carrie's initial trademark filing for ownership of the titles. 
The All I Want for Christmas vocalist's first attempt to trademark Queen of Christmas in March of 2021, news which was revealed this past July, sparked into a dispute over Carrie's claim to being minted as the Queen of the Holidays. In addition to Chan, who proclaims herself as the world's only full-time pop Christmas recording artist, singer Darlene Love also challenged Carrie, who planned to incorporate the QOC trademark in a merchandise line that would consist of albums, fragrances, pet products, fashion accessories, and more. And despite her QOC trademark filing getting snubbed, Carrie is primed for Yet another eventful holiday season. She is set to release a children Christmas book later this year and is currently gearing up for a two-hour holiday special, which will air on December 20th on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Carrie or her team have yet to release a statement on the trademark ruling. And Mary J. Blige is taking her talents to the literature industry Industry, uh, rather, of the 51-year-old is releasing her own children's book, Mary Can, which will officially hit shelves on March 28, 2023. The Queen of Hip Hop Soul took to Instagram on Tuesday, November 15, to enthusiastically share the news. Mary Can, um, this is what Mary says. She said, Mary Can is an inspirational and motivational story about a young girl who proves that anyone can make their dreams come true if they just believe in themselves. It's such a personal story for me based off my uh, my own experience as a child and even as an adult. I was so used to people telling me no and that I couldn't, which only motivated me more. My hope with this book is that it instills and kids from an early age that they can do anything they inspire to do. There's no limits to what they can accomplish. She then closed her caption by shouting out the book's illustrator, Ashley Corinne, and directing fans to the link to her bio where they can pre-order the book through HarperCollins Publisher. HarperCollins, yeah. Uh, this announcement will book in a strong year for the Billboard Icon Award winner. In February, she released her 14th solo album, Good Morning Gorgeous. In the very same weekend, she joins Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem for the Pepsi Super Bowl 61 halftime show. Blige performed her classic record, Family Affair, and No More Drama on the big stage. And the family of Nipsey Hussle has approved an upcoming docuseries about the slain rap superstar that will be co-produced by LeBron James' Spring Hill Company. The untitled project was announced Tuesday with plans to include exclusive footage and interviews with his longtime partner, Lauren London, and collaborators, including hip-hop superstar Kendrick Lamar, Sean Diddy Combs, and Snoop Dogg, who spoke at his 2018 memorial service. The docuseries will chronicle... Uh, Hustle's humble childhood and the strife he witnessed growing up in Los Angeles' Cremchard district up to his meteoric rise to fame as a Grammy Award-nominated musician and community activist. A release date for the docuseries hasn't been announced, and Hustle, whose given name is Ermias Ashkenam, was murdered outside of his Maradon clothing store in South Los Angeles on March 31, 2019. The father of two was just 33 years old. In February of 2020, Netflix said it was it was a it was in a preliminary stages for its own hustle documentary feature, which has yet to materialize. 
Right now we have 16 minutes after uh, till left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. against disgraced movie producer Harvey Weinstein on Tuesday after prosecutors said they would not pursue the counts related to one of his accusers. Superior Court Judge Lisa Lynch tossed two counts of forceful rape and two counts of forceful oral copulation against Weinstein, dating from 2004 to 2013. He is still charged with two counts of rape and five other sexual assault counts. Weinstein is currently serving a 23-year sentence after being convicted of committing a criminal sexual act in the first degree and third degree rape in 2020. He pleaded not guilty to the California charges. The dismissal of the 
counts came three weeks after prosecutors only mentioned four women Weinstein was accused of assaulting during their opening statements, despite a fifth accuser being referred to as Jane Doe Number 5 in the original indictment. The Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office has not disclosed why one woman was left out of the trial. Eight others are still expected to testify against Weinstein. That includes Jennifer Siebel Newsom, the wife of California Governor Gavin Newsom, who testified Monday and Tuesday. Kevin Spacey was hit with seven additional charges in the United Kingdom on Wednesday relating to multiple allegations of sexual misconduct. The House of Cards actor faces three counts of sexual assault, three of indecent assault, and one of one causing sexual activity without consent for offenses that allegedly occur against the same man between 2001 and 2004. A trial is set to begin next June for Spacey, who earlier this year pleaded not guilty to five charges stemming from accusation he sexually assaulted three men in London between 2005 and 2008. Spacey, who was born in South Orange, New Jersey, and studied at Manhattan's uh, Juilliard School, worked from 2004 to 2015 as the artistic director of London's Old Vic Theatre. The Crown Prosecution Service on Wednesday said it conducted a review of the evidence gathered by the Metropolitan Police in its investigation before approving the charges against Spacey. In June, he was permitted to return to the United States after meeting bail. The new charges come less than a month after a New York City jury ruled Spacey shouldn't be liable in a battery accusation by actor Anthony Rapp in a separate civil trial. Rapp claims Spacey made a sexual pass at him more than three decades ago when he was 14 and wanted $40 million in damages. Spacey won acting Oscars for the Unusual Suspects in American Beauty as a Tony Award for Lost in Yonkers. He's a 12-time Emmy nominee, including Ted Nas for his performance at the cutthroat U.S. President Frank Underwood on Netflix House of Cars, a role he was fired from in 2017 after sexual misconduct allegations emerged. Andy Cohen has renewed his deal at Sirius XM, the streaming radio giant home to iconic shock jock Howard Stern, ex-Fox News personality Megyn Kelly, and hip-hop radio pioneer Sway Calloway, announced Monday that the Real House by Honcho has signed a three-year contract extension for his branded Radio Andy channel. His flagship talk show, Andy Cohen Live, which previously aired in a two-hour block on Mondays and Wednesdays, has expanded to a daily one-hour format under the new agreement this week. On his talk show, uh, Cohen mixes it up with celebrity guests and offers hot takes on current events alongside his close friend, actor John Arthur Hill. Cohen will also continue to curate his executive series XM music channel and his Cohen Kiki Lounge. Days of Our Lives star John Aniston, who died last week, will be honored by the soap opera when his final episode drops on December 26. The actor father of Jennifer Aniston played antagonist Victor uh, Kiriakis and briefly Dr. Eric Richards in more than 2,700 episodes. Anderson, who died Friday at the age of 89, was given a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Daytime Emmys early this year. His daughter announced the passing of her sweet papa Monday on Instagram. Justin Thoreau, friend and ex-husband of Anderson, added a heart emoji in the comments section. 
And Viola Davis' first time up at the Grammys could land her in the EGOT status, already an Emmy, Oscar, and Tony Award winner. The 57-year-old actress and producer garnered a Grammy Award nomination for narrating her best-selling memoir, Finding Me. The no holds bar autobiography has been near the top of the New York Times bestseller list since its release in April. The Oprah Book Club pick is competing in the best audio book, narration, and storytelling recording category against Mel Brooks' All About Me, My Remarkable Life in Show Business, Lynn Manuel Miranda, Aristotle and Dante dive into the waters of the world. Jamie Foxx, act like you got some common sense. And recent Oscar winner, Amir Questlove Thompson, music is his story. Previous winners in the category have included Barack Obama, Blair Underwood, and Amanda Gorman, among its recipients. From 1998 to 2022, the category was known as the best spoken word album. Now, Davis, who details her hard scrabble upbringing and triumphant career breakthrough in the Sidney Roger Edit book, made history in 2017 when she became the first black woman to win the Triple Crown of Acting. And winning the Best Supporting Actress Academy Award for her performance in Senses, the Juilliard School alum made uh, added uh, the Oscar to her Emmy her TV show, How to Get Away with Murder, and her two Tonys for Broadway King Henley II in 2001 and 2010 Fences. Only 17 people have attained EGOT status by winning Emmy, Grammys, Oscars, and Tonys. Tell us with fans scramble for tickets to the singer upcoming The Eras Tour, Overwhelmed, Ticketmaster website and apps Tuesday as shows went on sale and were met with technical issues along wait time. Uh, Ticketmasters assured the public that the site was not down despite reports of crashing and outages and that the process was merely moving slowly. There have been historic uh, according to Ticketmaster, they said in a statement around 1 p.m saying that there have been historically unprecedented demands with millions showing up to buy tickets, adding that hundreds of thousands of tickets had already been sold. The company also encouraged fans to stay in the virtual queue. To keep up with the demands, the pre-sale time for some West Coast concert days were pushed back several hours, and a Capital One cardholder pre-sale was rescheduled to Wednesday at 2 p.m. local time for all shows. The tour kicks off on March 18th in Arizona and includes three May dates at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's another crowning achievement for Queen Bee. Beyonce received nine Grammy nominations Tuesday, tying her with her husband, Brooklyn-born rapper Jay-Z, for the most of any artist ever with 88. The superstar singer Nine Nine lead all artists at the 2023 award show and includes nomination in the three biggest categories of album, song, and record of the year. Her chart-topping renaissance is up for album of the year, while its lead singer Break My Soul is a finalist in the song and record category. Her competition includes Adele, Kendrick Lamar, Harry Styles, and Lizzo, who are, are, are also each nominated in all three of those categories at the 65th Grammy Award Ceremony that's taking place February 5th at Los Angeles Crypto.com Arena. Uh, Bronx Board uh, R&B 
singer songwriter Mary J. Bly has has a big big day too. She's receiving six uh, nominations, including for her album of the year for Good Morning Gorgeous and Record of the Year for its title track. Uh, Beyonce, 28 Grammy win, are already the most ever for a female artist, and she could soon set their all-time record by passing the 31 won by uh, conductor George uh, Salty. Now, Lamar, who released the album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers in May, received the second most nomination in Tuesday's announcement with eight, while Adele, seven, were good for three, for third. Now, Adele is a 15-time winner. She swept the album, song, and record of the year category in 2012 and 2017 on the strength of her previous two albums, 21 and 25. Her latest, 30, is nominated for album of the year, while Easy On Me is up for top song and record honors. Style's sixth nomination includes album of the year for Harry House and record and song of the year for As It Was. Lizzo Special is nominated for album of the year, while About Damn Time is up for record and song trophies. And several categories feature a New York flair as the 2021 film adaptation of the Manhattan set West Side Story is nominated for Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media, as is Disney Encanto with songs by Washington Heights native Lin-Manuel Miranda. Now, Encanto is also nominated for Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media, while its hit We Don't Talk About Bruno is up for Best Song Written by Visual Media. Other notable nominees include reggaeton superstar Bad Bunny, whose own Verano Sinti is up for Album of the Year, and Taylor Swift, whose all-too-well short film earned nods for Song of the Year and Top Music Video. And Brazilian artist Anita, Italian rock band Manskin, and the, rap, and the rapper uh, Lato, whose breakthrough hit Big Energy cracked the top five of the U.S. single chart this year, headlining the list of brand, uh, Best New Artist nominees. And the show won't be without controversy, as the nominees for Best Comedy Album include Dave Chappelle for The Closer and Louis C.K. for Sorry. Now, Chappelle grew criticism for his jokes about the transgender community during that 2021 stand-up special, while C.K. confessed to sexual misconduct in 2017. Both have previously received Grammy nominations following their scandals, with uh, C.K. winning Best Comedy Album at the 2022 show for Sincerely Louis C.K. and Chappelle 846 special nomination at that ceremony for Best Spoken Word Album. The Recording Academy will introduce five new categories at the 2023 Grammys, including Songwriter of the Year, which counts Amy Allen, Ninja Chaw, Tobias Jessel Jr., The Dream, and Lori Velf as its inaugural nominees. And Guns N' Roses are in discussion to headline Glastonbury. The, the Welcome to the Jungle hitmaker looks set to take the pyramid stage at Worthy Farm in Somerset next summer, which will mark the band's first time ever performing at a world-famous festival. The outlet also reports Sir Elton John is looking to make changes to the schedule of his farewell tour in order to fit in the appearance at the festival. While the November Rain group has never appeared together at the festival, guitarist Slash performed on the pyramid stage in 2010 and later revealed he had accidentally found himself in the middle of the crowd. Other artists rumored to be playing at the festival next year include Arctic Monkey, Rihanna, and Eminem. A source recently said of the Umbrella Hitmaker, Rihanna had been approached about 
Glastonbury, and next year festival will be just the right timing for her. Well, that's going to be do, that's going to do it for me for today. Tune in next time when we do it all over again, and make sure you check out the American Music Awards this Sunday, November twentieth. Check out your local listings, and uh, have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care.